the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. You're listening to Pure Opelka. Universal basic income. It is being proposed in places like Switzerland and Finland is actually doing a little bit of testing. I don't think it's going to work. And even if it works in Finland, it's a little different in a country with uh, a tiny population than it is in a country like America. They're, they're doing this in their test. 2,000 unemployed people between 25 and 58 will receive a guaranteed basic income of 560 euro a month. And that is supposed to replace their unemployment benefit. And they will continue to receive it whether or not they actually find work. They think the government does. Proponents of this believe it will encourage unemployed people to work part-time without being worried about losing benefits, etc. So um, I, I just don't see it working. Especially when you look at at the push here in America and the discussion of of a universal basic income, it it just seems like eventually, as Margaret Thatcher said years ago, the trouble with socialism is you run out of other people's money. Where does this money come from? Remember when Obama got elected and people were saying they all were going to get money because Obama was going to be handing out money to help people out? And nobody actually understood the concept of Government money actually comes from the rest of us. The people that were interviewed on the street when they, they were, they lined up in, in a couple of different cities. People lined up blocks long lines of people who believed that they were going to get free government money because Obama was going to be handing it out without any idea, A, if it was true, and B, where that money came from. No concept of where that money came from. Universal basic income, if you understand it from the popular perspective of it, has five simple characteristics. It comes basically every month. It's not like every year you get the big check. It's cash. It's delivered as cash, not food stamps or, or merchandise, no vouchers. It's cash. And who gets it? It's not done to, say, uh, pay every household a certain amount of money. But this is every individual, every citizen would get paid. I'm guessing if you have children, that means you get paid too. Each kid gets paid. It's universal. Everybody gets it. That's the concept of universal basic income. Meaning, even if you're the CEO of a company, you're still going to get your universal basic income. And it also comes without conditions. In other words, you don't have to say, well, I tried to find work, or I'm willing to work. This is, I just think this is such a bad idea. Universal basic income. And, and why is this popping up now? 
why are people like Richard Branson and Elon Musk bringing up the topic of universal basic income now? Why? I have to think it's because there is massive heat being placed on the billionaires in this world. So that if the billionaires say, well, you know what? The government has a lot of money. We pay a lot of money in taxes. If everybody was just guaranteed a base level income, they think it's going to take the air out of the tire, that tire that's building up pressure, the pressure that is pointing people towards all of these super rich people. They're the problem. I don't think universal basic income has any real credibility, but there are a bunch of folks out there who keep pushing it. There are a bunch of folks out there who keep saying it is the answer to all of our problems. And you know what? If I look at the Twitter feed around yesterday's post, there are people who are saying, well, what, 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 about, uh, what about retired military? How can they be against it? They're dependent on the government to live. Well, you know what? People served in the military... I'm talking to you, Scott Santons, who doesn't have the stones to call the show. Scott Santons. People who worked in the military earned, earned their retirement. And we sure as hell better give it to them. Snapping Duck, who uh, is on uh, Twitter, at Sitting Duck, said, you know, we spent trillions in the war on poverty for 60 years and the poverty rate really hasn't changed. That's absolutely right. The poverty rate has floated between, I think it's 11 and 14%. No matter how much money you throw at it, there's always going to be a certain portion of the population that is A, unemployable or doesn't want to work. It's just part of human nature. And part of the, the basic statistics of our population, not everybody can work because of either physical limitations or possibly mental limitations. There are, there are problems. You can't have 100% full employment. There are a small percentage of folks, and then there are problems with economies in different parts of the country. So you will have outbreaks of people that won't be working in greater numbers than they will in other parts. Our poverty level. I remember when the war on poverty was announced. What a failed war that was. It created a dependence on government assistance. Benjamin Franklin talked about, if you go back and read the real Ben Franklin, the real Benjamin Franklin, that series of books, The Real Thomas Jefferson, The Real George Washington, they all should be in your shelf. But The Real Ben, Ben Franklin talked about making it uncomfortable for people to be on public assistance. And I know that if I bring that up, I'm considered to be cruel. I know there's a certain portion of our population who must be assisted by the government. They're a tiny portion. And we as a society should have a safety net to take care of them. But there are many who fall into short-term bad times that society shouldn't have to take and raise. That we should help, and once they're back on their feet, 
they should be able to fly on their own. The topic, universal basic income. Where do you stand? Should we be saying to everybody? Because here's, here's one of the things I believe. If you offer universal basic income, where does it end? Seriously, where does it end? Does it go to universal basic housing? Is there universal basic food and nutrition? We've already heard talk of universal basic health care. And then there's universal basic employment, isn't there? This is not a slippery slope. This is a greased, deep slope. You're dam sliding down the, down the face of the steepest dam you've ever run into with a layer of silt that is going to be unable to... You're not going to be able to stop until you hit the bottom. Universal basic income. Bad idea in my book. You're welcome to chime in on this throughout the show. We have other things we have to get to today. Some of the late night hosts have decided it's time to take the gloves off. And they're actually pushing, pushing for the removal of Donald Trump. We'll get into that as well today. And I do have a history lesson that goes back to the time that I was five years old. We're going to do that in the third hour today. Um, I promised Doc Thompson I would get to that. And then around the corner, big government, big government showing. It's just, I'm so glad to be out of New York. There's a story I have to share with you. It's just, it's ticking me off so much I have to take a break. When we get back, I'll tell you why I'm so damn happy I don't live in New York under the thumb of that communist socialist Bill de Blasio, the guy who thinks he actually has a shot at being the president in 2020. And the scary thing is, if you've lived in New York and watched this guy and watched Bernie Sanders and what he did, he might have a chance. The Blaze Radio Network. On demand 